You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM's The Morning Buzz with Ben Karen and Natasha. Now, since fall is officially here and it's getting a little cooler outside, we're going to talk about some romantic comedies that you need to watch this season. We are now speaking to Jeevan Sanga, popular culture columnist. Jeevan, how are you this morning? I'm great. How are you? Doing very well. I am super excited to talk about this. And before we get into the films themselves, you know, what do you like about the rom-com genre? Oh, wow. I mean, I feel like as someone who was raised on Bollywood and 2000s rom-coms, it's just such a comforting um, feeling to watch you know, two people fall in love, to see a movie with, let's be honest, there's not going to be that, that many variations of what happens because it's pretty tropey. Um, but I think that, you know, there are a lot of movies about a lot of serious stuff out there, and we love them. They're great. But sometimes you just want to know that there's going to be a happy ending and that you can enjoy the process of watching it, and you can feel warm and fuzzy at the end and be cozy under a blanket. So, yeah, I mean, the weather's getting colder, so I'm feeling more and more like sitting on my couch and indulging in the things that make me feel comforted. This is true, and though I'm a big, big summer person, I love the summer season, the one thing I do love about the fall is I feel less guilty about sitting inside and watching a movie or a TV show. Because, well, you know what, it's cold, I can't be out there, so I'm more than happy to basically, especially put on a rom-com. But I will say, Jeevan, there's a trend that I'm noticing, and I don't know if you're noticing this too, is that I'll sometimes talk to, whether it's my friends or family members, I will mention, oh, I'm super excited to watch a rom-com. And then I have people tell me, why would you watch a rom-com, though? It's the same old thing. And then some people say they don't like the way that sometimes, you know, women are portrayed in rom-coms. Do you get that flack from some people? Because I've noticed that's something I've been getting a whole lot. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think it's like, I, like thinking back into like the 2000s, it was like chick flicks. Like, why would I go and watch a chick flick? Um, and people would be so critical of you because it was almost treated like a form of media that is like lesser than and sure like like i mentioned there's going to be tropes like i think about as a journalist myself i think about how funny it is that there's always like a journalist trope in a lot of these movies where like the protagonist the woman protagonist she's like a a journalist at like let's take how to lose a guy in 10 days for example she's like a journalist at like a cosmo type of magazine but she just wants to report on the serious stuff and it's like yeah it's like a trope it's silly maybe it's a little bit reductive but it's fun to watch. I also think it fits into a pattern of um, shaming women for liking things, you know, just because women predominantly watch it and indulge it doesn't make it any less important or valuable in society. Mm, this is true. And I will say, you know, rom-coms have really changed, uh, especially, I think, with like social media and everything. But before we get into that, let's let's talk about the movies that we should check out this fall season. We're going to start off with one that is a classic. And I'm ashamed that I haven't watched this fully from beginning to end. You've Got Mail. And you told me You've Got Mail is your personality. So I need to hear why this is on the list. Yeah, so I recently rewatched You've Got Mail. I mean, last year with my best friend and she had never seen it. And she was like, oh, my gosh, you literally took your entire personality from this movie. And I was like, <laughs> I really did. So it's a Nora Ephron movie. For those of you who don't know, Nora Ephron was a very prolific uh, rom-com writer and director. She has written and directed um, When Harry Met Sally, which is another big-time classic. It's got that warm, cozy New York feeling, and it stars Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. And You've Got Mail premise, essentially, is Meg Ryan plays a woman who owns a small bookshop around the corner, and Tom Hanks plays basically the owner of, like, the Amazon at the time of bookstores. And they whimsically end up um, anonymously chatting to each other 
on AOL back in the day, but they don't know it. And so it's kind of that kind of unfolding of whimsical dialogue and um, serendipity and just like warm, chatty characters. And it's set right in fall. So it's perfect to rewatch it now. Oh, that sounds so sweet. And the fact you said AOL, I have not heard that in a really long time. (laughs) So that dates the movie in itself. So yes, I need to watch You've Got Mail. That is on the list. Now, another one too. This one is so sweet. And it's been a while since I've watched this one. Pride and Prejudice. Oh, yeah. Come on. It's a classic. Now, I know there's a few different variations and everyone's particular about their one. I'm a big fan of the 2005 Pride and Prejudice with Matthew McFadden and Tara Knightley. Uh, it's just, it's so good. It's got the sort of enemies to lovers trope. It's, you know, historical. It's like way back. It's a period piece as well. The dialogue's fast. You have a really headstrong uh, woman protagonist who doesn't really take anything from anyone, which I think is, is really refreshing in these movies. She's not settling. She's just trying to go through the world. She doesn't need a man. And she's choosing one as she goes on. So I think... It also has like good family um, dynamics because it's a group of five sisters, um, and it like it's long. It's very cozy. There's a lot of rain, a lot of like darker tones in it. So it's definitely a good one for for a rainy day at home. Bake some cookies, cozy up, maybe maybe do a girls' night. Do you see the vision? Oh, I totally see it. I'm just like picturing it and I'm just imagining myself doing all that. Now, another film I have to say, and this one is a classic. This is the film that you show to someone, especially if like, let's say they're not familiar with Bollywood movies. And you want to tell them like, what is a movie that defines Bollywood? Well, it is clearly this one. The Valley, the Lania, Le Jange, or like we like to call DDLJ. I mean, this is a film that you can never, never gets old. So what is special about this movie, Jeevan? I mean, you kind of said it there. It's the blueprint. Like, think about how many movies after that film have been sort of melded off of tropes that just stilled perfectly. But, I mean, you know, you've got a Punjabi diasporic family in the U.K., which is Gajal's family, pretty strict, you know, still really holding on tight to their values, um, struggling with immigration at the beginning of the film. And then you have, who's just in Gajal's character's name, of course, is Simran. And then you have Raj, the kind of rich boy from London, who um, is just having fun. You've got a European vacation where Gajal and Shah Khan's character, Raj and Simran, meet. And then, again, we've got the sort of enemies to lover tropes. I feel like I'm realizing that I have a pattern <laughs> the kinds of movies that I like. It's just a great trope. Like, come on. Um, but it's, it's long. It's, again, it's got the family aspect. It's got kind of overcoming adversity. It's also fun and silly. Like, it's got a lot of, like, tricks and... and um, like practical jokes that are played throughout the film while still kind of giving you that long, like that long period of time before they actually get together, which means the payoff is way better at the end. But also just like a very warm and kind love and considerate love, which I feel like is really nice to see in Bollywood. Yeah, some parts of it maybe haven't aged the best, but for the most part, it's still a really, really, really fun movie to watch. And the soundtrack is just amazing. The costumes are amazing. Um, and it's like Shah Rukh Khan and Gajal at their prime. It, it really is. And I have to say, I have yet to see two actors who have the chemistry that these two have in Bollywood. You know, as a kid when I was watching, I thought like, these two need to get married in real life because the chemistry is just like at a whole nother level. Did you feel that way? I think a lot of us felt that way. 
Real ones thought they were married. <laughs> real ones were like, they're 100% married and then had like a crisis when they realized that they weren't. You're like, right, they're just doing their job. They're just acting. We have to remember that. So yes, DDLJ, 100%, I'm rewatching that. Now, your final choice here. This is an interesting one, and this is a movie that I do actually really, really like. And if folks haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Lutera. Yeah, so I mean, I feel like I kind of cheated here because it's, it's not really a rom-com. Like, throughout the whole thing, if you've seen it, I won't well too much for those who haven't but um yeah Lucera is a film I believe it released in 2013 around there uh it stars Rindir Singh and Sanakshi Sinha which is a pretty um uncommon pairing but I personally think it's them at some of their career best acting in terms of like serious acting and also romantic acting but um yeah, I don't want to reveal too much about the plot because I think it's a really good film to watch, but it's an unlikely pairing. Um, it's, there's a lot of pain in that movie. There's a lot of betrayal in that movie. There's a lot of sadness in that movie. But I think it really shows the tenderness of love between two characters, um, even when, you know, maybe circumstances tear them apart. Uh, so, yeah, it's not like the most happy, fun, go lucky, but for some reason when I'm down, sometimes I do want to watch it. You know and sometimes? You're, like, not in the best mood, but you want to watch something a little bit sad, to, and that's comforting, because it, like, you're like, I'm sad, and then what's on screen is sad, and we can go through this together. I feel like that's what makes this rom-com a good part, and the happy parts of the movie are really happy. Yes, they are. And actually, it's one of those films that, again, we don't want to spoil it for you, but if you haven't seen it, you're kind of on the edge of your seat and you're trying to wonder, like, what's going on here? And then suddenly something crazy happens and you're like, whoa, you didn't expect to see it. So, yes, add Lutero on the list. Now, Jeevan, before I let you go, we've mentioned some rom-coms that were from many years ago. But is there anything recently that you've seen that you think is like worth adding on the list? I will say I struggle with the newer ones. I definitely do love the ones that I grew up with, but any that come to mind? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would say, um, I guess in the last few years, uh, to all the boys I've loved before, it's a really great teen rom-com. And uh, instead of enemies to lovers this time, it's friends to lovers slash fake dating trope, which is always good. We love a fake dating trope. Yes. Um, and then Rylane. Rylane is a movie that I believe is out on Disney Plus, and um, it's just a fun movie. It's set. It's set in the UK, um, and it's like two young people who sort of serendipitously meet on a night out, and they end up spending the day together, um, and uh, just like bonding and getting to know each other. And it's really sweet and cool, and it's a little bit quirky. It's a little bit zany. But all the elements are there kind of flipped on their head, and I felt like it was a fun reimagining of what a modern rom-com can look like. Uh, yeah, I think those are my two favorite that I've seen recently. But I'm sure more will come to mind after. There are so many great ones that are just starting to come back, I feel like. Even, I mean, even Rocky or Ronnie Kipriam Kahani, like, I mean, I know it's a blockbuster film, but that's still a great, the romantic elements of that film are still great. Okay, well, I've got a lot to watch this fall season. Jeevan, as always, appreciate speaking to you. Thank you so much for your time. You take care. Yeah, you too.